Alrighty. We're back. We're back. We're back on our regular mics as well. And I'd be so interested to see if this makes it better or worse sound-wise because that's been our big, like, struggle forever with this podcast is getting the sound right. Yeah. If if it turns out that the mini mics are better, are better than these professional microphones, I'm going to lose my shit. I found one of the cats chewing on something the other day and microphone? I was I was livid because i thought it was the microphone and then it turned out it was like a cat toy that they had dragged under the bed i i, I really think i should go and invest at Mac, okay we went to max stock yesterday to feel alive yeah um they had one of those like karaoke mics that have like the speaker on it i think you should have gotten it. i think i should go back and get i don't have money to spare but i think i should get that I told someone that that's a thing we do. I was like, yeah, Shoshana and I went through Max Talk to Feel Alive and they were so confused. Who and was I, it? It was either I think Yarden or uh, Sefi. Because I was there when we told Sefi and Sefi's like, oh. Like, I think she was scared for us or like worried for us. Yeah. One second, but one second, one second. <laughs> Wait, I got us this whole Coke <gasps> Zero. That was for both of us? That looks like you found it in the fridge and were told okay. you were allowed to take it. Okay, okay, no, here's actually... Half-empty bottle of It was Coke from... Zero. It, we had a meeting today and somebody brought it. It was left over from something else, which I don't know. And she was like, please take this and drink it. And I was like, nice. perfect. And then I walked in and saw that you already had a Diet Coke. So Ooh, I always have a Diet Coke. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Oh my God, can you imagine? Absolute dream. I just, I mean, there's so many things that we couldn't say or do. There's no way that Coca-Cola would sponsor any type of religious um, podcast. You never, you never try if you never know. That's in, true. In the wise words Coca-Cola. Of, in the wise words of Chris Martin. Um, anyway. you, think, you think it's Chris Martin who came up with, if you don't try, you'll never know? Yes. Okay, great. It's canon now. Um, should anyway, we... I think I should get the back to the original point. I think I should get the carrier. What if I like? What if I was like an absolute schnorrer and just like crowdfunded again, like I do sometimes? Why don't I just use my money? Oh, I got some PayPal money. I think. Okay. That's why people send me money to do dumb shit like that. Someone okay. sends me. Okay, done. I've rationalized it to myself. Now I can go. Wait, buy you're it. really gonna go buy it? I think I think it would be one? so funny to just ro- like. You know how I collect rugby shirts, but that's just because I have like three rugby shirts and it's yeah. incidental. Now I can collect different sized microphones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Teeny sure. tiny ones. Yeah. Real big ones. That's just a regular size microphone. Yeah, but it feels big. Right. Because you're used to the teeny tiny one. What if I put, I'll put a poll on my main Instagram and on pop culture Parsha Instagram. And if people tell me to get it, then I'll get it. Okay. I'll let the fates decide. And by fates, I mean followers on the internet. Um, I just, this is like, you sent me a photo here. Just like Shoshana's low key, like a shopaholic. Shoshana no. loves shopping. I do love shopping. I think it's cause I have ADHD and it gives me like this burst of like dopamine of like, it gives everybody a burst of dopamine. I have the thing now. You're not the only one. Um, n- Okay. Here's the thing. Shoshana, when you were in the U.S., you sent me a photo of microphones and you were like, should I buy these for us? And I was like, I just feel like we could do like a a little bit of research. I wasn't actually going to buy them at the time. Yeah. Wait, but is this microphone, does it like hook up to a computer? No, I think it's literally just just like, I'd have to research into it a tiny bit more. Yeah. Like read the package. Yeah, exactly. That's all the research research I'm willing to do. Okay. Okay. Well, I love this for you. Um... (laughs) But you can only uh, do it on your own Instagram. Why can't I do it on both of ours? Because I was literally just about to say, because if you do it on ours, then you have to buy me one too. No. Mm-hmm. Who made up that rule? Me, just now. What? You can borrow mine. Borrow it for what? Annoying if, people? Yeah. I can do that without a microphone. So can I, now. but the microphone adds a certain aesthetic that I just appreciate. We could do it. Okay, on the closing shop at Tone, we'll perform. Yes. <laughs> that's the re- that's all the reason I'm I'll, what if I take it like okay so we have a Yom Hazikarontiel which is like a bit more serious but I think we're just like going on a hike what if I brought that on the hike with you're us? gonna bring that on our Yom Hazikarontiel <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's appropriate but. well I don't think it's like because like they're not gonna make it a like politicized thing like I don't think we're going to the place where like people fought for something I think we're just like seeing 
nature of Israel. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look. I up think people. we should auction something off at the closing Shabbaton. Like what? I don't. I. I don't know. That just popped into my head right now. Like we could have Claire make one of her um, TM shitty crop tops. Oh, interesting. Oh, have like a, a silent pop culture. We have like a silent auction to raise money for us moving back to <laughs> the US. For us. <laughs> um, I okay, fine. It could be for something more positive. No, I no, think I'm gonna have to cut it. that part out of the podcast, Shoshan. I was really hoping. I have this new uh, theory where I'm just not gonna edit the podcast. Well, I'm yeah. just gonna put it up raw. No, don't do that. <laughs> That's what I did with the last one. Oh no! Except I cut out the part where we were talking about people's names. Okay, cool. Thank you. But it wasn't your people's names. It was my people's names. Anyway, this is no longer important to our listeners. Now you have to edit it. <laughs> We're going to say inflammatory things every week, just um, so just you have to edit. To Otherwise, how do I know you're listening to the podcast? I'm not. Yeah, I'm actually. Last I'm week's, I did not. Last week's, it was also like 20 minutes before Hot yeah, came in and Jordan was like, did you post the podcast? She was like, didn't you have to do something with the podcast? Like, oh, <laughs> man. And so then like, I'm trying to, like, I was trying to do my nails. I'm trying to finish the first episode of Russian Doll. And then all of a oh, sudden I had Have some. you seen season two? I haven't watched all of it, but I've watched so more than the first episode. Good. It's really yeah. good. It was so good. Natasha Leone is just like She's just the best, a treasure. I had a to explain. Treasure. I was babysitting for someone, and they um, they were like, "Is this a funny show?" I was like, "The show's not funny, but she's hilarious." Right. Like this show is all about like personal traumas and like then intergenerational traumas. Right. Like, what episode are you up to? Uh, like three or four. Okay, I won't talk to you yet. Get back to me when she when you get up to like my biggest fear being realized on screen. Um, okay. It was I, wow, I can't was wait terrifying. to see that. Um, okay. So should we do? Welcome the, to Pop Culture Parsha, where we irreverently <laughs> discuss reverent texts. Lol. Okay. I feel like we should get a big prize whenever we remember Woo-hoo! to say that. Part. The prize. The prize is getting to talk about Torah together oh uh, no one just saw valerie roll her eyes no no no. i was looking heavenward no you weren't you were rolling your eyes <laughs> <laughs> you liar sometimes it's involuntary okay shoshana do you have a pop culture yeah, moment? my name's shoshana my pop culture moment um is um the video of leah michelle where it outlines a theory that she is illiterate mm. And the fact that that video is no longer available to watch on the internet, I'm pretty sure, because I think her team made them put it on private, which is so... Like, the only thing funnier than, like, a really detailed theory about Leah Michelle being illiterate that, like, I am willing to believe 1,000% is her team, like, not, like... Like, she... I remember she tweeted about it at the time and, like, made it, like... It was lighthearted. Right. But now the fact that it's been taken down means that she was, like genuinely Secretly. annoyed and yeah. offended by it which makes it even funnier and also i think adds a little kernel like, of truth right like you can ignore lies but when you, there's something like like the things that get under your skin when people like sort of make fun of you or you know like do whatever it's the things that have like a bit of truth to it that you already have a bit of like you know also talking about people who deserve to be bullied Lee michelle high up on the list are you just saying that because of her character on glee no i'm saying that because like in like all of these like all of the reckonings that have happened on twitter with people getting like you know owned finally and like like revealed for their bad selves like she was fucking like she was racist (laughs) like super racist treated everyone on set like absolute shit and is essentially blacklisted from broadway because everyone knows how hard she is to work with yeah um and also she's illiterate so (laughs) Like, at Lee Michelle, please don't sue me, but... Um. My pop culture moment, we've been watching The Great British Baking Show, but I feel like now that I'm saying it, that I've talked about it before. Um, I don't think so. I think you have that memory because you were trying to have an easy week for next week and suggested that we do it because everyone's nice to each other. Yeah, I did suggest <laughs> it for next week's Parsha as well, but we're not doing it for next week's Parsha. It's a surprise. Well, we're going to tell them at the end. Yeah, but it's but a it involves surprise Lee right Michelle. Now. Hell yeah. Okay. So my pop culture moment is I've been watching The Great British Baking Show with Yarden um, because it turned out she had never watched it before. <gasps> and I, And then she's like asking me 
all these questions about like what's ha- you know it's like when Paula Holly would give somebody a handshake she's like why are they so excited and I'm like <laughs> oh my god and then I was like telling her about Mary Berry another racist mm. and like it was just like wild Mary, how Mary much Berry's racist oh yeah what I mean she's also a million years old so like Mary, of course Mary she's racist Berry racist literally everything that comes up is scones recipes chocolate cake apple crumble lemon tart and profiteroles nothing about racism I'm pretty sure she's racist. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay, keep going. <laughs> anyway, I don't know that that's the reason that Netflix didn't bring her on and why they have Prue instead. But also, that you can't watch on Netflix anymore. They used to have, like, other seasons of The Great British Baking Show, like, prior to Netflix buying yeah. it. Yeah. And now they only have the Netflix episodes. Oh, interesting. And I even tried. I, like, did the VPN for a couple different countries. Huh. But I think you can... Anyway, whatever. You can probably find on, like, a BBC website or something. The other thing I've, lear- I've learned is I know a lot about baking because of the great british yes. baking show and then baking. so yardana is like what's a bamarie and i'm like oh it's well, what when is you it? it's when you cook something in water like yes. you put it in the oven with water in the pan That's really but i'm actually funny. not 100 percent sure about that so don't come for me if it's wrong at the at baking community at baking community. Um, i was gonna say that they have an australian um bake-off yeah and this year a jewish woman won Wow. Yeah, she's from Perth, I'm pretty sure. Somebody made a kala in the episode we just watched. Nice. Yeah, as a part of Bread well, I should really watch more Great British Bake And actually, on the season we just watched, they did babka as one Ooh. of the um, one of the challenges. They made chocolate babka as one of the um, technical challenges. So I also did watch, speaking of which, Is It Cake? Oh, no, I refuse to watch that. It's a very silly show. Um, I yeah refused to watch it. It's just everything about it was like this is this like what this is why entertainment sucks now. This is why we just don't have nice things because of is it cake? Yeah. Why did I not get another season of Glow? But my key day is on is it cake? Yeah. And that is a show that exists. And he's truly the worst part of it. He's he's the worst part of a lot of things. It's in itself, I think, yeah, honestly, the only good part is like the actual bakers themselves and then like them making the cakes, I think is interesting. Hmm. But like, then they have these like celebrity judges come on. Although then Fortune Feimster was on the first episode, but then I was like, Fortune Feimster is on the first episode. That means that I, that's it. Like I got, I got yeah. Fortune already. Like, yeah. what's She's the point? Great. Anyway. Um, and then... The judges have to guess whether or not it's cake, and so... <gasps> what? <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't see that coming. But then, so first, the judge... No, no, no. First, the bake... This is what's weird is that there's just, like, so many times when people have to guess is it cake or not. And then, like, first <laughs> the bakers have to it. guess if it's cake or not. And then based on how quickly they identify if something is cake or not, then they get to choose their objects that then they have to recreate. And then they create their objects and then it's put out with other of the same, like they have to make a shell and then the shell is with other shells. And so then they, um, so then the judges have to guess which one is the real, which one is the cake shell. And then if they don't guess it, but then that person like wins, but only if the other two bakers, if the judges get, I'm getting really confused. This is also like, no show called Is It Cake should be this convoluted. Right. So then there are three judges. The three judges have to agree and vote on which one is the cake. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if, like, say they all fool the judges, mm-hmm. then the judges, like, taste the cakes, and then they just get to pick a winner. Like, they taste the cakes, and but they don't really make their decision based on how the cake tastes. They're only, like more often they're doing it based on how fool how fooled they were i say this from the bottom of my heart i do not care about this Wait, show. no no no, no. Shoshana, there's one part that i'm getting to i know i've gone you down haven't a rabbit gone hole yet? and you tell me that i take long explaining things oh my god i don't have i ever said that to you yeah you told me to get to the point almost every episode. Oh, yeah, sometimes. Not every episode. You're exaggerating. Literally almost every episode. You're exaggerating so much. Um, the point is that then 
One of them wins $5,000, okay? Like, that is not even proper prize money. And then, what do you mean it's not proper prize money? I would take $5,000. It's not like... I would do almost anything like, for $5,000. It's show prize money. Sure, okay, but then because the idea is the winner gets $10,000, but so they get the first 5000 for, like, fooling the judges, and if, like, it, multiple cakes fool the judges, then the judges pick their cake. Mm-hmm. Then the next round is two bags get turned around, and one of the bags is cake, and one of them is a bag of real money. What are the bags? And then they have to choose which is, like, the bag or sack of oh real God. money. So the bakers also have to know if it's cake or not? Yes, it's like everybody has to guess if something is cake or Do not. Do they at least look similar? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're, like, the same. you obviously tell which one's the cake? It's not obvious. They don't always choose the right one. Oh, my God. Imagine almost being able to win $5,000, and then you say... I. I mistook. Yeah, you it couldn't tell which one was cake or not, and oh so. My God. And then my brain the is whole breaking. time it's like three cake bakers are competing at once, but there's mm-hmm. a whole panel of like nine other cake bakers who just have to sit there, Why? and like maybe make quippy jokes, but they don't really. Oh my God. Anyway. Oh my God. It's not it. You have spent so long explaining <laughs> this show to me. Is it worth watching? Maybe. That's my answer. I watched like four episodes of it. Oh my God, Valerie, are you okay? I did. It was like right after student teaching. It was like while I was in New York. Oh my God. I was like, I can't decide if I like this show or not. Is it four episodes worth? Three. I only watched three. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, this week's power show. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Chabad.org slash nutshell. Um, actually, I changed up this week. What? I because there's like because there are so many in like this week and next week like intricacies. I basically oh, I what just happened? Put, I just put my elbow like weirdly on the table and like it sh- sent like shockwaves through my arm. That was weird. That's upsetting. That was weird. Anyway, does um, that happen to you with your oven here? What? <laughs> our oven shocks us bro get a new oven okay it was a brand new oven that we bought new for <gasps> the apartment Why and because because we didn't have an oven you bought a brand new we bought it listen it wasn't that expensive <laughs> it was like 500 shekel oh, which okay, is cool. not that much money and it shocks you yeah, but I guess that's normal. So that's why I was asking you if normal. that happens. Yes, our other friends, I've had other people with the same, I've met other people with the same problem. And our friend said it's because the electricity, okay, I'm going to say this in the words that she used to explain it to me, but it still doesn't make sense. The electricity here isn't grounded. And so you have to be wearing shoes and then the oven won't shock you. But if you're not wearing shoes. What the fuck does that even mean? How I, does the oven know if I'm wearing shoes or not? Shoshana, I told you, I don't know. It Val- doesn't make sense. Valerie, you're literally driving me insane today. <laughs> like every <laughs> every word you throw at me, I'm having a meltdown. I've already had the most absurd day. Claire and I have sat across like several classes today and just like kept making eye contact and like we're slowly, clearly having breakdowns. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a video after of Claire laughing at Sesame Street, and then another video of Claire laughing well, at watching, watching the video of. You were there for I walked half in for the yeah. recording of the second <laughs> video. Um, it was a lot. Anyway, because there's like so much in the Parsha, I, oh my God, you have to edit this down. <laughs> We're going to lose every single listener we have. Um, I won't. I've taken parts from Wikipedia, Wikipedia's thing, and part from um, Chabad.org forward slash nutshell. Wow, you did a lot of work. And a bit from the longer Aliyah summary. How long has it been? It's been 22 minutes. Nice. A record. I feel like every week, every time, it takes us longer. Yeah. I think we keep also, like, pushing ourselves. We're just, like... I didn't do it on purpose this time. Um, Although, telling you about it, is it cake and my oven. I know that you were doing the is it cake a bit on purpose just to no, destroy... No! Like, saw. I, I know you saw me dying behind my eyes. And you're like, let's push it a little further. I, it <laughs> really wasn't. Anyways. <laughs> here's this week's push. <laughs> Uh, we've got Parashat, Achremot, Achremois. Um, okay, so it starts sort of like around Yom Kippur. Like, Aaron is, it's like right after Aaron's sons die. 
um, which we covered in Bridge to Tarithia episode. Um, Aaron's told that he can only go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim like after he's prepared properly, right? So he has to wear certain things. We know historically it was only at a certain time of year on Yom Kippur. Um, he's given the instruction about like the whole Azazel thing. Um, like the two goats that like one is sacrificed for God and one is like given to Azazel. I don't want to get into it because it confuses me. Um, there's lots of weird rituals about like using blood to purge um, like the tabernacle and the Aaron, <laughs> the Kodesh HaKodoshim of like uncleanliness and the transgressions of Israel. There's Then there's more Azazel stuff. Um, then like the Yom Kippur, like commandment of Yom Kippur of like, you have to do this every year and like sort of afflict yourselves. Um, right. Azazel, that's the goat that they send out into the, they like put all the sins on its head and then they send it out into the wilderness. So I don't think the goat himself is Azazel or themselves. (laughs) I think the wording is like, they send it like the goat is for Azazel. Right. And so we don't really know what that means. And some people think it's like a different kind of like demonic God, satanic thing, whatever. Right. Like the opposite of God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, like, there's lots of ambiguity around that, I feel like. Um, and then you've got, like, a bunch of, like, one after another, like, qu- quick quip, I'd say, um, like, mitzvot. And that leads into next Parsha as well. Um, so, like, you're not allowed to give sacrifices away from the tabernacle. Like, kill an animal for sacrifice if it's not in that place. Um, you're not allowed to consume blood. If you hunt animal for food, you have to pour its blood onto the ground and cover it with earth. If you eat something that died or has been killed by other animals, you have to wash your clothes and you have to wait um, until evening and like dunk in a mikvah and then you're pure again. You're not allowed to do what the Egyptians did. Um, it is forbidden to uncover the nakedness of your father, your mother, your father's wife, your sister, your grandchild, your half-sister, your aunt, your daughter-in-law, or your sister-in-law. You cannot marry a woman and her mother. You cannot marry a woman and her granddaughter or a woman and her sister during their lifetimes. Sorry, that's a bracket. A woman and her granddaughter, like full stop, and a woman and her sister during the other's lifetimes. So like you can't marry a sister and then get a divorce and then um, marry her sister. But if the woman dies, yeah. then you if can the marry first w- her sister. Exactly. Um, you can't sleep with a woman during her period. You can't sleep with your neighbor's wife. Um, you cannot offer your child to Molech, who is like another weird, like God demony thing. Um, you cannot lie with a young boy. You cannot do bestiality. Um, and all of these things, if you do them, result in karet. Um, or if you went to my school, karet. Um, like, again, not sure exactly what that means or what it entails, but like, your soul, your ne- like you yourself are cut off from the Jewish people seemingly for eternity. Um, one time, I have to find this text. Great. I just have all the time in the world. So. Yeah, you do. Um, I texted my friend, Sarah. I said, I had a dream that I drank something on Yom Kippur and got kares. And she said, OMG, what was kares in your dream? Because that's an unresolved question rabbinically and maybe you've now solved it. Um, and I said, no, it wasn't specific. And she said, well, useless then. Yeah. You could have been a prophet, Shoshana. I could have been, but I didn't know what Karis was. I was just upset about it. Anyway, and that's the Parsha. Thank you for that beautiful summary. You're welcome. That you worked so hard to Frankenstein together. I really did. I did a lot of work this week. Yeah. Although neither of us actually watched the movie this week. Oh, I don't need to watch the movie for reasons that I can explain later in this podcast. But Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. What movie, movie are we doing? The movie that we chose for this week is Twilight. Woohoo! The 2008 film, romantic fantasy film hell based yeah, on Stephanie yeah, Meyer's 2005 yeah. novel of the same name. Uh, also, do you know Stephanie spells her name S-T-E-P-H-E-N-I-E? Yeah, I do know that. Wild. Um, the movie you know that she's Mormon. That I did know. <laughs> did you frown did you at me? Did you want to say something else? No, I was just offering another fun fact about okay. Stephanie Meyer. Um, the movie was directed by Catherine Hardwick. Yeah. Oh, yeah? What else do you know Catherine Hardwick from? She did 13. Mm-hmm. And? She did something recently, I think. I don't uh, know what else Miss she did. Bala? I don't know what that is. She also did Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. That was from 2005, so not recent, but, no, but close that's enough. her other big one. Anyway, I also love here, I'm going to show you my computer because on Wikipedia, her photo is her at a Borders signing. So, do you know what's really funny about Wikipedia photos? 
they have to be (laughs) a lot of photos of celebrities are weird photos like that taken at a comic con or taken just like randomly by a random person because they have to be either public domain i think or it has to belong to the person who took it so you have like a lot of you have a lot of wikipedia editors who like go to these events and like take a bunch of pictures and so like a shit ton of photos on wikipedia will be from like comic con 2017 or some people won't have updated photo from like 1997 because that's the last photo they can get their hands on type thing Fascinating. Um, so that's why that photo is from a borders all right anyway so the film stars (laughs) kristen stewart and robert pattinson hell yeah fascinating for both of them Hell first yeah. film in the twilight saga film yeah. series um the first film focuses on the development of the relationship between bella swan a teenage girl and edward cullen a vampire Hell and the yeah. subsequent efforts of edward and his family to keep bella safe from a coven of evil vampires bro i love twilight were you a twihard so i really liked the books like i read all yeah. of the books yeah, yeah and then uh rachel margolin yeah. of pop culture podcast fame that's not the name of our podcast. What did I say? Pop culture podcast. <laughs> Pop culture part chef. <laughs> Something's wrong with me today. Um, she said that, and I feel similarly, that like she went from being like a serious Twilight fan to being an ironic Twilight fan in the course of watching the movie. And I also... That's so that funny. That for me. Um, I genuinely think the first movie is a good movie like i think it is exactly what you think of when you think cult classic Hmm. and i think there's a reason why the first movie uh, there's a lot of reasons but like the first movie is a good one and then like it like it was basically an indie movie right female director Mm -hmm. and this is in like 2007 or like a female director 2008 2008 well that's when it was released right Whatever. Like, early 2000s female director. You've got this, like, iconic blue tint over the entire movie. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, low-budget special effects, right? You've got these young actors. Bizarre. It's, it is, but it's, like, it's exactly what you would expect from a cult classic indie movie. It's just about vampires and it's based on a, like, world-famous phenomenon. And then the movie was insanely successful, and then they dropped Catherine Hardwick. Yeah. And then the last, all the last other four movies are all directed by men and have none of the pizzazz or like the heart and like indie soul that made the first mm. one a good movie. Right. And so they end up just being like pieces of dreck. Like it's like they're not good. Right. Um, but I really like Twilight, the first movie, and I like the books, but mostly I just like the first movie. Good. Well, I don't have any follow up to that. Um, I thought it was a weird movie. It is weird, but, like, it's... I don't know. Like, yeah. what what do you not like about it? I think Kristen Stewart... I think she's a good actress. Okay, good. I think this movie is... Not, she's not good in it. Like, I think... Or, like, how they... And the truth is that Bella in the books is also kind of boring. Yeah, she's, a, she's like a projection. Like, she's a blank slate of boringness for you to project yourself onto. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like exactly what she is, right? Like, yeah, right. Like, I just remember this scene from the books of like her saying that like she picks what she's gonna wear based on her favorite color that day. Yeah, and then she's wearing brown. <laughs> and I was like, does any is anybody's favorite color brown? It's like there's a scene in the book where she says she's getting ready to go to the Collins for the first time, and she's like nervous about what to wear. Yeah, and she puts on this outfit, and Edward sees her and is like, you know, like would take her right then and there if he were like weren't a good christian man and the outfit she's wearing is like a like an ankle length khaki skirt yeah and like a blue sweater yeah (laughs) and everyone's like that's how you can tell that stephanie meyer is mormon because like she like sees that outfit in her head and i'm like damn that's hot sexy like that is poor i did have a friend i can't remember if this dude was mormon or just christian but she said that like if she was, like, standing naked in front of him, he was like, eh. But if she was wearing, like, a turtleneck and, like, a full oh length, god. he would be like, wow, you look sexy. It's, like, Oh, my God. I can't even. Bizarre. I have, like, chills. <laughs> okay. Also, I'm looking at this movie poster that's on. Oh, I used to it have that poster. It doesn't even look like her. I know. I used to have that poster on my wall. It really doesn't look like Kristen Stewart. I just, yeah. I felt very bothered by the fact that she is, like, so bland in this uh, movie. Yeah, but, she, like, look, she does exactly what the character is supposed to be, which is 
leaves space for you to right. project your own personality onto well, her. And I think part of the thing is Bella is supposed to be like super introverted and like this. Yeah, yeah, that's like she does. Of. She does exactly what she's supposed to do with the material she's been given. For sure. Um, I think the best thing she does about that movie, or the thing I think about most sometimes, is you know that famous line of like of three things I was sure. Yeah. Like one, Edward was a vampire. Two, part of him wanted to kill me and three that she's in love with him and in the book when i read it i read the word as irrevocably but mm-hmm. Kristen stewart pronounces it irrevocably hmm. and i just remember hearing that and being like huh that's an interesting line reading yeah and now it's always in my head i'm like irrevocably irrevocably <laughs> <laughs> well like it's iconic when he goes like hold tight spider monkey what yeah. the fuck is that <laughs> that's weird when he listen he makes it listen to debussy like the it's iconic the fact that like the costume designer was like these people aren't pretentious enough so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna give them a family crest that all of them wear on different parts of their body and so one of them has it on a necklace and he has it on a cuff that he wears like on a bracelet and another one has it as a brooch it's it's the best bizarre it's oh everything everyone came in that movie at like 110%, but like on the weird scale. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it works so well. I don't know. I don't like the blue tin either. I love the blue tin. I love it when he's like, they're like running up the tree, but you can see he's barely touching it. I like it when they hiss at each other like cats when they're playing baseball. The baseball scene. The baseball scene. Muse. Um, yeah. Supermassive Black Hole. The soundtrack. Phenomenal. The chef's kiss. The best. Wow, I just don't <laughs> share these feelings. I really wow. It's so good. I'm like watching it in my head as we speak. Oh, everything about it. Like the prom scene. Yeah. At the end when they're dancing to Flightless Bird American Mel. Yeah. Everything about it. I am seeing in my head a TikTok that I watched that was like, you know, those things that are like show me something that you have that most people like have no idea, but yeah. like to a select group of people, yeah, it's yeah. like so cool. And it's this girl who has like all of the twilight outfits. Oh my God. Oh, I saw her. Yeah. I've seen people who also have like her bedspread, like that purple. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Here's the part where I reveal something about myself, which I feel like I've told you before. I can't wait. But I'm telling you and our seven listeners this information. Um, so remember like a couple of years ago, there was a Twilight Renaissance. Mm-hmm. So for some reason I got into Twilight, like just before the Renaissance really hit. Mm. You were like a, a starter of the Renaissance. I'd say an early adopter. Of, yeah. 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 Um, I was like making, a, I was doing a rewatch. I was making a bunch of memes. This is predates my Jewish memes. Wow. And I said, I make a bunch of, so I made a Tumblr were you, for it. What were you? Oh, it was a Tumblr. Cool. Because I was like, I could just like post these all here. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna make a new Twitter, but I can. You can make side Tumblrs, whatever. For sure. Um, within like, I had like thirteen thousand followers on that Twilight account. I was making memes that were getting posted. Like every single time there was like a BuzzFeed listicle of like a hundred of the best new Twilight memes from the Twilight Renaissance. Always, at least two or three of my memes were on there. Nice. I got interviewed by BuzzFeed. Wow. About the Twilight Renaissance. And I gave them a fake name because I was like, this is the single most embarrassing thing. Um, I told them my name was Jennifer because I was, when, by the time they had reached out to me, I was already um, binge watching The Hunger Games. (laughs) I had moved on to that. (laughs) And I couldn't give her the name Katniss because like, that's too obvious. So I don't know if it was Jennifer, like Jennifer Lawrence. Um, But why I say that is... There's a picture that appears in um, in Bella's bedroom mm-hmm. of this weird. I have to find it for you of this weird dog character that it turns out is also um, is also in a a Sia music video, and so there's this like extended universe of like the places where this where this poster appears. Anyway, it currently my blog currently has fourteen thousand followers. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I have lots to say. I could like literally like, I think Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson's film trajectories and career trajectories after this movie parallel each other perfectly. And mm. I find it the most, and it's like the Daniel Radcliffe effect of like, I'm going to do movies that make me a trillion billion dollars. Um, and then just do like weird indies that sort of like a passion projects. Right. 
because I'm going to do I, whatever I want. Because I can afford it, right? I don't right. have to rely on like choosing rules that will give me money. Right. Um, and then have sort of like moved back into the mainstream where like Kristen Stewart moved back into um, like the new Charlie's Angel reboot. Right. Robert Pattinson is now uh, Batman and it's very good. Um, yeah. But. Actually, I just thought he was okay as Batman. Really? I really liked him. Here's the thing. Well, let me finish my thought. Let me okay. finish my thought. I think the difference is, is that like all of these film bros were like lauding um, Robert Pattinson's return as Batman is like, this is going to be fantastic. This is going to be amazing. And everyone's just like at every single turn, Kristen Stewart has just, like continually gotten shat on until she was like Diana. Um, so I just think it's misogyny um, because people think that like um, that he's fantastic and she's not. But it's because of what is someone coming in? Who is that? I don't know what's happening. I don't know. This is stressful. I'm stressed. Let me go check. You think it's misogyny. Everything's misogyny. Well, I think that like the fact that they've done the exact same thing and like on similar acting abilities, but like right. she's constantly getting shat on. Right. Um, and he's always getting like, you know. Robert Pattinson's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, give me one sec. Okay. Let's move on to our comparisons because I feel like you could spend a lot of time talking about this. I agree with I you. I could spend all day. Um, all day. What was I going to say? Uh, Look. One time. Kristen Stewart looked so good at the Oscars this year, though. She did. This is my fir- This is the ticket I found in my room before I left for Israel. Wow. From 2008 when I saw the movie. December 11th, 2008. At 6.45 p.m. Opening night, I think, at Bondi Junction. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Okay. Oh, I love this game. The parallels. We are just a casual 40 minutes into recording. Are we? Yeah. Holy shit. I think the parallels are pretty good. They are actually We're talking about Twilight. Shoshana wrote these comparisons. I added a couple of things, but nice. Um, So Aaron's only allowed in the Kota Shakotashim when he's given permission. And the vampires very famously aren't allowed to enter La Push or um, the Native American territory that they've outlined with the werewolf pack. They're not actual werewolves. That's a different time discussion to get into. Um, but yeah, so like there's areas that they're not allowed to enter unless they've given explicit permission at certain times of year or to do certain things. That's also like a classic vampire right. rule. Right, vampires aren't allowed into a house unless right. they're invited in. Yeah. Okay, so then we've got this Azazel goat thing. Um, and you've like, so there's like something living in the wilderness that you're giving a goat to. And, right. Um, when James starts attacking people and just killing people left and right. Um, right yeah they're like something's in the woods don't go in the woods because they don't we don't know what's doing it Um, right because it's like all of these animals are like turning up dead yeah well that's that's like the cullens and then you've got like people start getting attacked a few people are attacked um and charlie says like there's something out there yeah um okay and so then classic kashrut rule you're not allowed to consume blood um and that's quite literally the rules that the cullens live by not consuming specifically human blood right um but yeah setting those kashrut boundaries for themselves of what they can and can't eat right and yeah that's your next point is that they set their own kashrut laws or also they just like completely separate themselves from vampire um like culture in general that's interesting because that's closer to kari which you have kind of like so um, i put it more to like one of the things was don't do what the egyptians do right like here's a a group of people who we like we associate with immorality Mm. um and don't do what they do and then you've got the vampires like it's not just that they don't eat human blood it's like that they're not nomadic in the same way right like they settle for years at a time they create connections with people they have like the cousins who live in alaska like they become like they're as cl- they try to be as close to human as possible and they reject this nomadic you know murderous lifestyle yeah. that other vampires have that's interesting because then like later when you put karate on this thing um it, like i was thinking about the fact that they have to they live kind of this like half life like they're trying right. to be human but they're not and yeah. so then like they do have to move around periodically otherwise people would figure out that they're like ageless yeah yeah that's true because i was thinking current more of like how i guess like it's rabbinically interpreted of like your soul gets cut off right um and like edward spends so long in all of the books and the movies like lamenting how he's a soulless monster who doesn't deserve anyone's love and all of that stuff and so like edward sees himself as being in karet from humanity and the right. rest of like people um 
And in the second book and movie, like, that's what he does, right? Like, he, like, leaves Bella and then, like, goes into exile, like, exiles himself and just, like, travels around a bunch. Yeah. Um, fuck, the second book and movie sucks. But anyway, that's different. Yeah. Different discussion. You think, like, your soul being cut off, how different is that? I also have this issue of, like, if vampires have souls or not, because, like, the question is, like, what, what is a soul? Like, they right. clearly have, like, like... the undead. Right, but they still have, like uh the one is a doctor like they yeah. still clearly like they care for humans like they well i think that's like the whole thing right that they're different in some way yeah like they shed sort of like i guess how humans shed their animal instincts right like you know very like kabbalah like you shed your animal instincts and you mm. ignore and you like rise above that to this intellectual realm they do the same but their animal instincts are like to kill humans yeah um and they try and rise rise to this different realm of existence and being um i had a thought that i was gonna make but i can't remember what it was um okay yeah oh, um. i was gonna say <laughs> back to the whole uh, being dead thing was that was one of the biggest critiques of the last movie or the last book rather um that he could impregnate her because like he doesn't have blood flowing in his body so how is he supposed to get an erection in order to like well and also how could he have semen also that too but i guess they talk about them having sex like other times that's after they she gets after they've gotten married no no, 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 no right no, they talk about she... the other vampires having sex yeah they can have yes yeah, so, like i don't understand how unless he's just always hard um also possible but i but it still makes no sense how he has anything to ejaculate into her right um but that's always been like I remember being in high school and having this conversation with my friends, like at the lunch table of us right. just being like, "What is going on? This makes no sense." Um, yeah, Stephanie Meyer never weighs in on that. Literally. Anyway, it was wild. Okay, and then you mentioned that like we have a lot of rules in this part specifically about incest and like inappropriate relationships. Right. Um. Yeah, and then you've got um these these vampires are all married or coupled off. And yet they're pretending to be siblings. I wrote cousins, but they pretend to be adoptive siblings. Sure. Right. But like siblings. Right. It is weird when you like think yeah. that they're one type of family and then you find out, oh, this is actually just like a bunch of couples. And everyone in the town is like so fine with that. I'm like, ooh, it's so weird. Like we can, like they act couple Like it's like surely a teacher should have called CPS on them. I Yeah. Someone should have been like child protective services. Um, these teenagers seem to be engaged in don't inappropriate have, relationships I'm with one another remembering don't they have like some sort of way of like manipulating humans too um, jasper does but he can manipulate their emotions not necessarily their thoughts right but he i can make people feel calm and agitated is there something i'm confusing with harry potter maybe of like a way that they can hunt people is that like they have oh maybe it's one of the other vampires also has that skill like, what, like one of the tracking no like being able to like get a human to do something that they don't want to do harry potter the imperious curse no you know what i'm actually thinking of is wheel of time with robert jordan anyway it's different um um anyway although supposedly coming out on hbo i I thought i saw a season two of wheel of time yeah oh maybe i don't know am i missing i don't even know what it is they've made actually a bunch of books that i've read now into like the golden compass yeah i don't like that they picked to play lyra and they messed up the way that anyway whatever they Not messed the up the compass. The the golden the, compass. The compass from the ti- from the titular compass. They ruined it's just it. Clearly supposed to be round, and they have it in a square case. <laughs> well, that's they, weird. They describe it over and over in the books. Why would they choose a silver square compass for a compass that's supposed to be golden? No, no, it's supposed to be gold and round and like heavy and big, and they make it flat and square. And I can't believe they miscast. The, the golden compass. compass. The compass from the golden the compass. The alethiometer. It's like, have you seen that episode of The Simpsons where they go to like a museum and there's a cane, like a like a walking stick cane in the um, in like a cabinet and it says the cane from Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> there's no yeah. cane in Citizen Kane. <laughs> there's no compass in the golden compass. Okay. Um, so you added a point to this. So I'll say the partial point, which right. is that there's a rule of no bestiality. 
Right. And then you had originally put that Edward is, is he a human? Is he a monster? Or what is he? But then there's also the Jacob plot line. I'm not going to lie to you. I totally forgot Jacob existed because he always annoyed me so much. Okay. So you're team Edward? I'm team Switzerland, which is just code for I was a lesbian who was closeted and in love with Kristen Stewart. And so I didn't care which man she ended up right, with. Right. You Did know. we know she was gay at that point? Um, Not necessarily. No. No, she... she she was um she got a funny message she um was dating him up through until she finished it and then she cheated on him with the guy who directed snow white and the huntsman mm. and then there was that weird fallout um and then they got back together for a tiny bit and they broke up again and i think the next person she publicly dated after him was a woman interesting and that's like yeah. not the same woman she's now engaged to no god no why do you say it like it is so believable <laughs> no, that a lesbian would start dating no, someone no, no, and then they'd be I with that person God, forever? No, because Kristen Stewart, like very famously, has just like a very long laundry list of like yeah. famous or women that she's dated. Good for her. She like she you know like from the L word like the the web of yeah. lesbians. So in Hollywood, like the web of lesbians is like everyone's connected to Kristen Stewart and Cara Delevingne and nice. um and Miley Cyrus surprisingly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's a big web. Um, the title of this week's part show is called Achremot, which means, like, after death. Um, and Twilight was all about these people who live after dying. <laughs> Y'all, this is... We did not spend that long talking about this, but this is a really good this comparison. I hope you appreciate I When I told Rachel Margolin what we were doing, she was like, really? Twilight? And I was like, actually, yeah, it works really so works. Well. It works so well. <laughs> Like, in a really bad way, it works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. We did a good job when we sat down and came up with all of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're running a out. A year ago. We're running out. Now we have, we to, have sit to sit down, sit down again. again. Great. Because I just have all the time in the world. Same. I, I have you. literally all the time in the world. All the time. All so of the time that exists in the world, I, I have it. it. <laughs> no, that you can't because I have all no, the time. I have it. We can share it. Oh, cute. There was something else. Um, I just can't believe you forgot that Jacob existed because, like, that was such a central part of, like, yeah, Team no. Edward, Team Jacob. Yeah, it really is. Um, uh, he just also sucked. He was so annoying. Ugh. Remember that time he, like, threatened to kill Mike? Yeah. Because he just had, a, like, hot flash. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then he, like was weird about it like she chose edward stuff like it becomes like you know creepy and yeah crosses all those boundaries and then he imprints on an infant oh yeah that's fucking weird and it's weird and that's the like the other really funny internet discourse that has come out of this like about um jacob because he imprints on um on renesme and he sort of puts up all of like his feelings for bella to the fact that she's always had Renesmee, like, inside of her. Like, that's, what, like, one of the fan theories of, like, he mm. always had this intense connection to her because she had all of her eggs inside of her. Right. Ready to be fertilized and imprinted on. And then everyone else is like, well, that's only half of the equation. Like, was he also attracted to Edward randomly? Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, the few days that he had, you know, her little spermy in his body. Um because I think it's only, like, generated, like, 48 hours or something beforehand right. or something. Um, and so everyone thinks that, like, that would be a really funny story of, like, the two days that he just has weird, random feelings for Edward. Mm. Cracks me up. Anyway. Yeah. It also, it's weird on so many levels. It's yeah. weird. You know who the best character in that book is? Is Charlie. Her dad puts up with so much. Mm. Oh, man. What a man. What a mustache. If you had to take Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson as individuals mm-hmm. and cast them as two different characters in Tanakh, who are they playing and why? Okay. Are you asking me this because you have something in mind already? No, because I was thinking we don't really have anyone to cast. Unless you want to cast the goats. <laughs> okay. The goats are... No, okay. Kristen Stewart is Batsheva. Huh, okay. Which, I, and I think Robert Pattinson as King David could work. Hmm. 
Mm, putting them back together again. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Cool. It's going to be the new J-Lo and Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Wow. All the lesbians would be so upset. Yeah. Um, or they could just become the first like polyamorous couple in Hollywood. Oh, that's true. Surely there are others we just don't know about. Oh, probably. Yeah. Surely there are others. Um, or like the Smiths, like Jada. And it's not really polyamory, but they have an open relationship. Really interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I like consciously knew that, but I guess it makes sense. That was like part of the whole like red table talk bullshit from a few years ago. Oh. Um, anyway, besides that, um, I think I would cast her as one of the Benot Salofchad. Because mm. I think she's got like the attitude. Um, and I think I'd cast him as Kane. Huh. I think he'd make a really interesting Kane and like that dynamic. But I don't know who I'd cast as um, Abel opposite him. Paul Dano, I decided. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's mine. Cool. All right. Anything else next week? Do you want to tell the people what we're doing next week? Yeah. Oh, this is what I was going to say to you. Bada um, bing, bada boom. Next week, we are finally watching an episode oh, from Glee. Yeah. yeah. I figured it out. I figured yeah. it works so well. I tried to get us to watch an episode of Gilmore Girls and Shoshana. I figured it like out because we've already done an episode of your favorite TV show. Yeah. We're going to do an episode, not, not necessarily my favorite TV show, but one of the most formative television shows that I've ever right. watched. Um, I think definitely a central growing fandom up, for you. Growing up um, in like, I guess the shadow of Glee and then coming out. Yeah. I, I don't think being gay is a choice. But I do think that Glee made me gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no. Well, we, we can discuss actually... it next week because I can t- I can pinpoint the moment that I was attracted to women and conscious of it. Was it Santana that you were attracted to? It was to? her voice specifically. Mm, it's a big two weeks for this podcast. Yeah, Twilight. It's, it's hitting really both of my. <laughs> those out. It's really my like two of my like old hyper focuses from from high school. Yeah. Anyway, that's about it. Okay. Um, love y'all. Look, um, also, sorry that we like... 58 minutes. What if oh, I just don't edit it? Amazing. No, we have to edit it because there's a couple of bits where it's just silence and I got up and checked the door. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, sorry we were gone again. We yeah. addressed it last week, but again, we're back hopefully normally. We've got like seven weeks um, in the same place. Yeah. And then hopefully we can keep it up Yeah. Um, across the world from each other again. Aw. Are we going to be friends when we're in different countries? We're not friends now. Shut up. <laughs> that's my joke we're i made co-workers. that joke and then you got upset about it and now it's the reverse yeah are we still gonna be co-workers when we're in different countries i'll think about it okay um yeah and if you haven't i think you should go back and listen to our uh prince of egypt episode i yeah, think it was a good one um i still gotta post about it on socials yeah uh, okay. Yeah, that's about it. okay bye bye, bye. bye.